This podcast contains adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Design to Talk does not own any rights to the music, companies, and or other podcasts mentioned in this episode. Names have been altered for privacy purposes. And we are now recording. Here we go. I'm loving it. This is Jenny. This is Sarah. We are Design to Talk. Bye, Evie. How's it going over there? Yeah, you know, it's Arizona. I mean, it's Tucson. It's good. We've been getting a lot of rain. Thank you, Monsoon. I am so fucking jealous, dude. I miss it. We had no fucking power at work yesterday. I drove all the way into work and there was no power because uh, I don't know if it was a microburst or what the fuck, but it just like I had to come home and work from home, which wasn't Not a bad, bad thing. thing right. Twist my arm. Yeah. Uh, we got flooded streets. <laughs> I miss Tucson, dude. Phoenix don't get shit. It pisses me off. Like, it makes me cry. And my fiance, she knows it. She misses Tucson, too, for the weather. Because she admitted that, yes, Tucson has better weather. (laughs) We have better sweater weather. (laughs) Sweater weather. I'm so fucking jealous. I hate it. I hate you. Uh, Well, I love you. And I miss you. you. I miss you guys down here so much. I miss it, too, man. I really do. Every day this week, we've had some sort of rain, and we're actually in a flood watch until 11 a.m. Saturday morning. Oh, I bet you are, because it rains so damn much. When I lived there, our street, so that main road, I can't even remember what it is right now, but that one would get so flooded that your car would float. Tucson Boulevard? Is it Tucson? Was that the one I lived off of? You lived off of, like, right off of Tucson Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. so Tucson would flood. <laughs> like, really bad, where, like, this one Honda Civic was literally turned into a boat. Go, go, gadget <laughs> boat. What's so crazy, for people that don't know, the irrigation systems here in Tucson Fuck. are not good because they're like oh we live in the desert why do, we don't get a lot of rain why do we need to have a good irrigation system tucson's kind of sitting on like a slant east to west like north and south it's like roller coaster roads almost like kind of well no it kind of angles in anyways we're like in a fishbowl but my point is when it does rain it rains like it rains so fucking much that your cars float. So if you get caught in one of those washes or if you get caught in rolling water and the police have to come and bail you out, they will fine you and they call it the stupid ticket. The I know, fucking right? idiot ticket. Yeah, that's what they it is. do those for people who have to, when you see on TV, those people who thought they can drive across the road yeah. and then they're getting rescued by that helicopter. Yep. They got a ticket. Yep, because yeah, you know better. Yeah, I've seen so many people get washed off the road when I lived there in Tucson that I'm like, ah, jackass. Like, don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Hydroplaning is a thing. It is. It's a real fucking thing, and it's real scary when the tail end of your car just starts fishtailing and you can't stop. Man, is that scary? When your car starts to float and your tires are not catching on the bottom. That's some serious shit. I don't have a boat motor. (laughs) Can you imagine 
boop, boop, boop. And then e- like the incredible car, the incredible <laughs> yeah. car. That would be bitching, dude. dude. That would be dope. Everybody would want the car that I had. I would want the car. Just saying. In, Fe- in Tucson, yes. In Phoenix, no. Phoenix is what car can get us from point A to point B the fastest. With four wheels on the road. Yeah. See, here in Phoenix, when it starts raining, everybody turns into fucking morons and don't know how to drive in rain. That's how it is here, too. No, I feel like they know it better there, though. I feel like here, it's so such a rare occurrence that it's a little awkward when people when it starts to rain. Can you imagine if it snowed in Phoenix? Ooh. Yeah. Not going out that day. Yeah. Uh, nobody's going anywhere today. It's snowing. <laughs> I drove in snow and I lived up north, so I know how to drive in snow. But let's face it, 70% of people here came from like California or hotter. You come here because cost of living is significantly lower. Okay, I got to tell you that I recently looked it up, Jenny, and Arizona is no longer on the top 10 list. <gasps> really? I know. I was just as shocked. You want to know what's on the top 10 list? Oh, God. It's pretty much the houses on Tornado Alley, the states in Tornado Alley, Oklahoma, Kansas, Tennessee, West Virginia. Huh. Those places are cheaper. I looked it up because I was like, nah, Arizona's cheap. Uh, no, apparently there's cheaper states. That's because everybody's moving here now. So, dude, houses here in Tucson are stupid expensive right now. This is why I'm renting still. It's stupid expensive. Yeah. I know. And our house here went up about 30% since we bought it. Really? That's good for yeah. you. I mean, it's good for sellers if you decide to sell. If you decide to sell. Those of us that are trying to buy, fuck fuck forget about it yeah anyways anyway adulting sucks adulting 101 (laughs) (laughs) it sucks period (laughs) not always but anyways i first want to just go ahead and thank our users our listeners out there you know hit that like button hit the subscribe share to your friends our names are getting out there we are at 2700 downloads dope man I know. So we're getting about an average of six to seven a day, which is not bad. That's awesome considering fucking COVID in 2021 has hit and we had to take a small unintentional hiatus so we could be healthy and we're still getting downloads. I love it. I know. There was a point where we were like MIA for a while because we were just sick trying to get our families better. At number one, we have memes. That is still going strong. I didn't think that that one was going to be such a big hit, but I guess it is. Maybe we're funny in it. Maybe we are. Maybe we should just listen to them again. See if we can improve ourselves. Second, do you want to guess which second is? I mean, I want to say it's mac and cheese, but mac and cheese didn't do nearly as well as I thought it would. Unfortunately, people just don't like the cheese, I guess. But they do like the support (laughs) of LGBTQ. That is our second one. Yeah, buddy. Okay, that's a little bit. A lot more important than mac and cheese. Right, and then right. number three is personally one of my favorites, and that's Creepy Creatures, because every time I hear it, I think of Penasco. Dude, yes. That was a fun one to make. And our silly, silly video, our trailer thing that we made, I <laughs> cannot get over how fun that was. I'm going to repost that for those of you that are newer to us and have not seen it yet. I'll repost it on social media. We were dorks. 
we were influenced by Very something much. fun. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I saw a chupacabra. Just saying. Dude, there was something on the beach. I think about it sometimes and I'm like, what the fuck, fuck was just, that? What was it? It was really low to the ground and furry, yeah. had a big bushy tail. Check out the episode, you guys. There's our top three and our short cast comes at number four. That's, I love it. That was a fun that one was, too. Are we in church? <laughs> Dude, we were together uh, recording an episode and we were like fuck it let's just throw on the and microphone just start talking and that's what we did it was so it was natural it was awesome thank you for everyone who's been listening to us we are hoping we keep you guys happy by continuing giving you history through favorite subjects that we enjoy and just a lot of bullshit talking so what are we doing today jenny all right i'm super stoked about this because i'm really passionate about it and i love it so much maybe because i consider myself an artist but anyways tattoos we're talking about tattoos and i'm so stoked sarah and i are both covered getting there we have a decent amount of skin covered with tattoos and i just the reason why i love it so much is you know growing up i did a lot of art stuff a lot of drawing a lot of painting i just think our skin is our canvas and the tattoos is our artwork and what we enjoy i think tattoos are a very personal thing and the tattoos that are on me is what's meaningful for me there's some significance to them when you put them on your body there's a reason that you put them on your body well for most people and then you got the people that totally effed up and didn't like their tattoos so sure you get them covered or you get them taken off yeah and they're not for everybody i think a lot of people like the idea of a tattoo and then they go and they're like that fucking hurt or this was a big mistake or you know so it's not for everybody and and that's cool there's no judgment it's not but i fucking love tattoos i do too and i noticed that the last few times that i've been into a tattoo shop i'm seeing a lot of older people like our parents age in there it's insane like it's catching on so much here in the united states that our older generation is getting out there to put some ink on their bodies because no longer do they think that it's bad i love it so much it's just it's just wonderful so let's jump in with some history tell us about it i think it's amazing and i totally believe this that tattoos have been around for centuries i mean oh centuries. for sure the oldest discovery of a tattooed human skin to the date is found on a body of an iceman an otzi i think i'm saying that right otzi the iceman otzi otzi the iceman, otzi the iceman. Dated between 3370 and 3100 BC. So before Christ. Before. Wow. The dear Lord didn't even know about these things. And I could go down a rabbit hole with tattoos in the Bible. So we can erase that later. Eve had a tattoo. I bet she had a tattoo. She probably did. She probably got stamped by that snake. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Love it. As you can imagine, mummified human remains. That's just amazing. I kind of wonder if any of those mummies have full body tattoos or like sleeves or... I don't know. I don't know. Have you seen the movie The Mummy? Oh, yeah. You remember Anox the Moon or whatever her name was? She had tattoos and they were painted on though. I wonder maybe that was more popular of painting on... But still, it was a resemblance of their background, right? I think so. 
Yeah. Who they are, maybe like a family name or their title. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting. And now I almost want to go to like one of those museums and look at their mummified bodies just to see. I'm curious. Mm -hmm. Or find Otzi. I don't know. Otzi the Iceman. (laughs) He's like, hey, ladies, I'm Otzi. Otzi the Iceman. (laughs) You from out of town? (laughs) Look at my tattoo. I am. (laughs) I love it. I don't know where Otzi was from, but tattoos are from all over the world. It's not just here in USA. It's everywhere. And each place has its own significant meaning. I think that's probably my favorite thing about this subject is is there's just so much different stuff about tattoos. So for those of you that don't know, uh, I lived in Japan for a few years and I didn't know any of this stuff. Tattooing was actually banned in Japan in 1868. Wow. It was viewed as barbaric and lacking respectability. So the Japanese people are very, very respectful people. Back in the 1800s, I guess, if you uh, if you had a tattoo, you lacked respectability. So like you're frowned upon. Pretty much, yes. No place in society. Get out. You are right. awful. You must be a yes. gangster or like something pretty crazy. For sure. I'm sure they had their own, like, outcasts. Castaways. We are castaways. Oh That's kind of what I'm thinking. Sorry. <laughs> TikTok made me do it. That is the evil. Uh- <laughs> That's a whole nother rabbit hole. We'll save that for another time. But yes, this did create uh, gangs of criminals and outcasts. Oh, so it was like the Japanese mafia, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Wasn't there a Japanese mafia like the Yakuza? They were tattooing themselves, I guess, to signify their... I don't know. That's just crazy. Why would you even be tattooed then? Because you don't want the police to find you. I guess you hide it? Probably. I would almost bet there would be a specific area like in Harry Potter, the Lord Voldemort. Yeah, I'm not scared to say his name. (gasps) Lord Voldemort tattoo on his arm. So I wonder if it was something like that where you just kind of like show, don't fuck with me. I'm a, I'm a Yakuza. Back up. I guess in, so in 1936, laws were actually enforced on tattooing in Japan. What that, I guess that means that they were banned in 1868, but in 1936, they made laws about it where like, if you have a tattoo, it's illegal. It sounds like here. And now we can arrest you. Wow. But didn't things change over time? Oh, yeah. I mean, especially with the world wars coming up and stuff, people are always tattooing. So it was actually legalized by the military occupation of Japan in 1948. Wow, what a flip. You go from mafia to now Japan's military. It's crazy, right? Now, instead of being gangster related tattoos, they are saying now after it was legalized of spiritual and decorative purposes. Yep. Wow. That is quite a flip. That's like a 360. Now, Yakuza, how do you say them? Yakuza. Yakuza are like are showing their thing and they're like, oh yeah, you a military man? <laughs> <laughs> I bet that. Ooh, lots of conspiracies there. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I think they called the spiritual and decorative purposes as Jomon. Jomon. Huh. Sounds like just things got better as time went on. People see it more as a significance of what you've done in your life or what you've done to help, which brings me to my next one, which is tattooing in Tahiti. I don't have dates on this, but Tahiti is a very big place that 
symbolizes their tattoos through elaborate tasks, like what you've done in your past. If I can give any example, think of Moana. You know how Maui's tattoos are showing, describing like his accomplishments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The things that he's done. Yeah. Yeah, So after he finished with Moana, he got the tattoo of her on there of symbolizing what he did. Tahiti's tattoos are a lot like that, where it's symbolizing the sign of wealth and strength and the ability to endure pain because their tattoos is a very painful operation. I wonder why. Is it like the, the style or the type? or how they give them i think it's like how they do it it's not like a tattoo gun i think it's more of a slower process oh like with the bamboos yeah i yeah where it's yeah. tapping where a a tattoo gun is more of so many miles per hour or whatever the logistics is i'm very drawn to this one because i almost want to go there so i can see other people's tattoos to see how it explains them versus like here in the united states we see tattoos and it's like oh what is that for oh this is was with my fiance when we were drunk one night in las vegas (laughs) wait you drawing from your own experience oh okay i was gonna say because I know, Gosh, I know y'all no. recently went to Vegas. <laughs> ah, No, we haven't even yet to get a tattoo together. I think that's the next step, but I'm not sure. We have one together. Do you? We have our wedding anniversary right here. Oh, I like In that. Roman numerals, yeah. We were thinking about doing like a puzzle piece where it looks like it was spray painted with color. Oh, cute. She gets the puzzle piece that's the piece, and then I get the piece that where the piece was taken out from. Oh, I get it. Yeah. So we're going to do something like that, or I don't know. We're still thinking about it. Cute. 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 I think that's the perfect ex- explanation for the tattooing in Tahiti. Let's go somewhere else. Fly into what? Let's do Great Britain. Ooh, England comes up in everything that we talk about. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I know. Isn't that crazy? By the 19th century, tattooing spread to Great Britain. However, it was largely associated with sailors or lower class criminals. Uh, again, with tattooing being a negative connotation about a person. And then tattooing just began to spread to the upper classes all over Europe in that same century, 19th century. One in five of good social positions were tattooed. That's great. But how many of them were women? I don't know. Dun, dun, dun. Probably none. It went from low class to fashionable. I think it even includes royalty. That makes sense. Coming back to family name or the concept of self-branding or being tattoos was fully embraced in England. England thought of it first, I guess, after they found Otzi. Otzi the Iceman? Yeah, I think they discovered Otzi then. Just saying. So far, almost everything we talk about starts in England. Have you realized that? Hey, my ancestors are from England. My grandma is an English descent. You just like know that? You didn't do a DNA test or anything? You just know that? No, I didn't. My grandma told me. I have relatives that live in England. Why did I not know that? (laughs) They came and visited at one point when I was younger and they literally talk like that. Like, oh, let's have a spot of tea. And they say words that you don't really understand. I love that so much. I know. Like a fag means a cigarette there. That I know. And the Louvre instead of the toilet. Or the pisser. Anyways, back on track here. Back on track. England! England! 
Let's fast forward a little bit. In 1860s, the Prince of Wales marked himself with the cross that was a part of the medieval ritual. Like medieval times. Nice. I want to fly back into the United States because did you know that in 1870, a man by the name of Martin Hildebrandt was considered one of the America's first tattoo artists that opened a shop up in New York City? That's dope. That was like 10 years later from the Prince of Wales marking himself with a cross. So now we have an actual shop. Opened up in New York City. Yeah. People are not just doing it in their houses or Tahiti with the bamboo. They actually have a shop. Nice. The first patent electric tattoo machine was from a New York tattooer named Samuel O'Reilly in 1891. We have the shop open up in 1870 and then in 1891, boom, we have the tattoo gun. That's cool. I didn't know it was that old. So not even that long after. Yeah, I didn't know it was that old either. That's pretty fucking cool. People that are getting your tattoos while you're listening to this or whatever, 1891. Mm -hmm. The tattoo guns have come a long way. The last little tattoo I got, it was a wireless gun. And I'm like, where's the wires for that? He's like, oh, it's wireless. We just charge it. What if the battery starts to die and it really starts to slam into your skin? That sounds a little dangerous. Yeah, I don't really want to think about that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even want to think how it felt to get a tattoo back in 1870 or 1890s. I don't know. That sounds a little scary. And it sounds like it hurts more than it hurts now because they got products, all kinds of shit Mm -hmm. to help with your tattoo. Lidocaine. Yeah. (gasps) Morphine drip. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Martin's shop in New York took off mostly from American soldiers that were inking up for good luck. So I imagine they're getting ready to go to war then. Maybe reminders of their lives back home. They're looking at their tattoos and it brings up memories of what they're fighting for. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Their daughter's name or date of birth or her little foot. The art's initial function of the tattoos for the soldiers was kind of a patriotic act that's inspired many different styles that come to define it. So it's actually kind of what you were saying, something that is meaningful to help them remember where they're, what they're fighting for, where they come from, like eagles or other winged creatures. And of course, you know, pinup ladies. Hey, hey. that was really popular that they have the eagle po- like pay attention to our old vets that are around and the tattoos that they have on them it seems like it carried on through centuries too my pap my mom's dad he i remember he actually had uh, an eagle on his forearm and he got it in the military because that's what all the that's cool what kids all did. the cool kids did well i actually mm-hmm. looked up military tattoo rules and You can have tattoos, but it sounds like it's pretty strict. If you want to get in the military, you should probably read into that before you get going because it's nothing two inches from the knee. It's very specific. Yeah. I guess back then they didn't really care. Like most men were putting them on their arms, like below their sleeves. Right. You can't really see them. But the Navy did not approve pinup tattoos for a short period of time so the pinup tattoos well if any of them were naked then they had to cover it up with clothing so if you had it on your forearm you had to cover it up with a long sleeve shirt or the long sleeve bdus and i imagine that that's what they would do if you flash forward to nowadays if you did get a tattoo before you joined the military they you probably would have to wear a long sleeve Mm -hmm. shirt a lot more often than the guy that's bunking next to you but that's cool i think that 
in our history, it sounds like tattoos were more around our military or that kind of base and not really known to the public as much as what is now these days. And I mean, when you think about it, it was kind of like that in Japan, too. The military kind of took it on from there. Who knows that as time went on, they kind of seen it with USA and after the war, like you were saying. Yeah, that's cool. For sure. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Wait, all right, where are we going now? We got to do this one, and I hope that we're accurate because our highest listeners are from India, but I did throw some India ones in here, and tattoos were very common in South India before 1980. I didn't really find anything that was further back. It seemed a little bit more private, or we just didn't see it, but... In southern India, their permanent tattoos are called, and I'm probably going to mess up on this, but Pacha Batu. That's what I would guess. Yeah. So we're not talking about henna tattoos. We're talking about permanent tattoos. Yes, that it, okay. it was permanent tattoos. And gotcha. Again, and it was more common in the 1980s of what I found. It sounds like it's split up. So southern India has their tattoos. But in northern India, their permanent tattoos are called Godna. Huh. And interesting. Kind of like Tahiti. Tattoos were used as cultural symbols among lots of like tribal populations along with like general Hindu population of India. So it wasn't just the tribal people. It was just common with with the general population as well. It sounds like it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's pretty cool that it maybe and then like I said, maybe because we didn't get too far back, we didn't know about like it being illegal or not, but it sounds like Tattoos in general were a trend and just spread across the countries around the world. I want to move to Tat Facts. Tat Facts. Tat Facts. It sounds like it's pretty cool. Give me a Tat Fact that you know. A Tat Fact that I know? Yeah, come on. Okay, so I lived in Oklahoma for a couple of years and tattooing was illegal in Oklahoma until 2009. Six. So I lived there from 1998 to the year 2000. And I remember some of the older kids in school would talk about wanting to get a tattoo. But then they're like, oh, no, man, you can't get a tattoo. They're illegal. And I'm like, what? And yeah, sure as shit. Anybody that had a tattoo that was in Oklahoma didn't get it in Oklahoma. They had to go to the surrounding states around them. So what if you had a tattoo on already? So you just couldn't get a tattoo in Oklahoma. Yeah. If you already had a tattoo. Like, what are they going to do? If you got caught tattooing people, it was illegal. It, you wow. just weren't allowed to do it. Yeah, I, I remember that. I think South Carolina, yeah, South Carolina wasn't legal until like 2004. Oh, shit. That's right. That was my early adulthood. It's crazy. Tattooing is illegal, I think, still to this day. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but Iran, Turkey, and the United Arab Emirates. Emirates, Emiratis, Emiratis. Is it that high? Emiratis. I'm not sure. Correct us if we're wrong. We're not perfect. Nope. So yeah, tattooing is still illegal there. Isn't that crazy? Also, in different countries, being gay is illegal. Can you imagine getting arrested for being lesbian? Dude, side note, sorry guys, squirrel. It's funny you should say that. I just, and I don't know, maybe you saw the same article. In Russia, you can be arrested for displaying the pride flag. Yes, Russia is like one of the biggest ones. And I'm so sorry for those who have to live in hiding. 
There was how many colors on the rainbow? Roy G. Biv, six colors, seven colors. Yeah. There was that many people, and they each wore a jersey from their home country that was a, a solid color. And so when they would walk together down the street, the colors made the color of the rainbow. And uh, that's how they got away with walking around celebrating their pride. Yikes. I just feel bad for whoever lives there that can't be expressing themselves fully Mm -hmm. in the hiding. I guess that's how people felt here in the United States before we became legal. Sure. Almost like we're dangerous. Dangerous. Ah, Sorry. All right, let's do some more tat facts. Let's get back on track. Did you know that 58% of women have at least one tattoo? Only 41% of men have one. So Uh women are getting more tattoos than men, but women are twice as likely to get tattoos removed than men. Interesting. I, I feel like that's a legit tat fact. I think that's pretty accurate. Yes. I feel like some women, including myself, will kind of make irrational decisions on a fly and then kind of regret it later. Oh, and another fact, and I even got this from tattoo artists because you and I are covered in tats. So mm-hmm. I asked them, who do you like tattooing better, a man or a woman? And they said women hands down, that women are so much more tolerant and that they can last longer i mean i think that's accurate in a lot of areas (laughs) i was thinking the same way that's what she said sex apparently tattoos uh well they give birth i think women just automatically have a higher threshold of pain that's what they said too because women are meant to bear child here's another tat fact since we're about women the earliest appearances of tattoos on women were in the circus in the late 19th century Wow. The ladies would be covered all over except their hands. So their entire body, except their hands, face, and necks, and any other easily seen area, those would be the only areas that didn't have tattoos. But every other part of your body, it would be tattooed. Let's hope that because you said 19th century, let's hope it's the later part of the 19th century when the gun was made because... That sounds painful if that was done by like the long way, which is pretty cool that in the 19th century, it's so popular and that's so long ago, a hundred and something years. Speaking of a tattoo gun, did you know that the tattoo gun punctures the skin between 50 and 3000 times per minute, depending on the settings that they have it on? I don't like needles. Needles are a phobia of mine. So this kind of makes me wonder how I've been able to get so many tattoos. <laughs> but I feel the same way. My longest one has been five hours and 56 minutes straight up. I think this crab was only was like three and a half hours. It's the longest. Okay, just a guess. How much money do you think is spent on tattoos in a year? U.S. Just U.S.? Like the customer getting a tattoo, not like supplies and stuff, but the actual how much it costs to get the tattoo done. What does U.S. spend annually on tattoos? I I don't really know because the number didn't really explain if it was. I'm just going to make an assumption that it's just the physical tattoo. I think it's just physical tattoos because if you think about it, it's like $100 an hour. Yes. Okay. Uh, A billion dollars. Dude, not even close. 
What? I have never used this in a sentence before. U.S. spends alone one trillion six hundred fifty. What is that? Billion? How, is it billion? That's one billion. Oh, million. okay. Yeah. Okay. So it is one billion. Okay. I was about to say, holy shit. Okay. No. So you said one billion, but you're still about six hundred and fifty million off. That's still a lot of money. One billion six hundred and fifty million five hundred thousand dollars. One million dollars. <laughs> Saw your pinky go up. I know. <laughs> one million dollars. And 14% of all Americans have at least one tattoo. So, Well, of course, that's where that money comes from. You, I don't even know how you would say that number to sum it up. Like 1.6 billion, I think is what you would say then. 1.6 billion. Would you round it up since it's 1.7 billion? 1.7 billion. Holy shit. If I had any talent of drawing, I probably would have been a tattoo artist. They make a lot of money. Yes, they, they do. They do good. And then... If you're amazing, you can get more money. Yeah. And be able to charge $100 an hour. So like one in five Americans have a tattoo? Yeah. I guess if you wanted to put it in ratio terms, yeah. Dude, nuts. Do you regret any of your tattoos? Uh, No. There's tattoos that I got done with certain people to where I'm like, eh, I'll change it up a little bit, but it's still there. It was a journey of my life. Yeah. Well, 90% of people who get tattooed never regret it they never do yeah i can't say i do yeah i'm part of that 90 percent. when people have asked me have you ever regretted getting any tattoos i always tell them that i don't regret getting any of my tattoos but if i could go back in time i would never get one and they would say why and i would tell them because i can't stop getting them (laughs) that should be in tat facts for sure yeah once you get one And you can deal with it and you know that it's all right. It doesn't hurt too bad. It hurts. It hurts. But Mm -hmm. you can handle it. It's a good kind of pain. I just did my six hour one and it's slowly getting better. He wants to put on two other balloons and in October, I think I'm down. You should. Yeah. I don't regret it. Let's see. Give me another one. We already talked about on men that the most popular place is their arm the people from the war vets and shit, but on women. And this is so accurate, except I think they forgot to say the back too, but is their ankle. I get that. Which my first tattoo was done where? On your ankle? On my ankle. Nice. Mine was not. I have a tattoo on my right ankle. Uh, My mom and my sister have matching tattoos, but my first tattoo was on the side of my left calf. Ooh, that's a painful place too. Calves are a pretty painful area. It hurt on the shin area. I think like the inside of your leg hurts more than your calf. Mm -hmm. Real quick, because I thought this was really cool. Her name was Star Stowe. She was Miss February in 1977. She was the first Playboy playmate with a visible tattoo on her center. Love that. So is that where the the centerfold is like the back, right? That's like tramp stamp. No. Where's the centerfold? No, the centerfold is in the magazine, friend. Oh, <laughs> shit. I thought it meant body part. <laughs> hey, can I touch your centerfold? Yes. Touch my centerfold. Touch it real good. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I love you, man. I love you. I know. Man, Miss Star Stow was pretty hot. Oh, Stow. I said Stow. Oh, maybe it is Stow. I don't know. 
Maybe it is Stow. Who knows? She was murdered. Let's not get into that. That's a whole other rabbit hole. Damn, I didn't know yeah. that. Shit. Hmm. She was making those dollar bills. Mm-hmm. All right, get us another one. One more. All right, we said that 90% of people who get tattooed never regret getting inked, but there is 23% of people that do regret getting tattooed. I want you to guess what you think the biggest tattoo that's regretted is. I tell myself this every time, and I'm just going to say because I would never do this, ever, is put a name on me. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Really? That's the biggest tattoo regret is getting someone's name put on them. Do a design or something. That's cool. But once you put that name, you have to cover it or keep it on you. So I saw a story about a girl whose boyfriend wanted to get each other's names uh, as a tattoo in like Chinese. He researched and got her name on him. But she she said it was his name, but it really meant like peace and love or something. So she like totally skewed it. She was yes. able to put something on there that would have been perfect. Fucking hilarious, dude. That is great. When my wife and I got these matching Roman numeral tattoos, she went first. And uh, when she was done, I was like, that looks great. All right, let's go. And she's like, you better sit your ass down. It's so funny. You're for life. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about dates, but th- I guess that could be another one where you got a date with somebody and it meant something. Yeah. I don't know. It's harder. You can pretty much change that date to anything, but you can't change a name. Names for sure. I I would not get one. No, nope. I, I don't care who you are or if you are a famous person. Ain't gonna happen. And that's another one. I'm sorry. Real quick. Yeah. I will not get a famous person's face on me. I have a Michael Jackson silhouette. But that's a silhouette. Like you're not getting their face, which I've seen it. It's not his actual face. It's different because like a face... There's so much, you got to get a good tattoo artist to do that shit. For sure, yeah. And my tattoo came out all right, the one that I just recently got, and it's faces of scary guys, the killers. It's pretty dope. So when Sarah and I were doing research on tattoos, we ca- I came across this article about Polynesian tattoos and how these tattoos symbolize something in your life. And so I, after we finished kind of doing our little business meeting sesh I was looking into it a little bit more and I found some really awesome ideas to create almost like a totem on my back not a totem but it's a specific order of tattoos on my back to symbolize like my family right like a pillar different pillars but in a totem style Mm -hmm. I don't know I totally get where yeah it's gonna like go down like the middle of my back or something so anyways I just I love tattoos for that reason they're very personal to me and it's just something that I enjoy. Yeah, tattoos are very symbolic. For sure. All right, let's play a little game. All right, let's play. It's just tattoo fact or myth. Okay. I'll start. All right, you go first. You cannot donate blood if you have a tattoo. Fact or myth? You cannot donate blood. I'm going to say fact. Okay. That's actually a myth. Huh. Tattoo shops should use proper sterilization practices. And as long as they're certified by proper authorities, you can donate immediately. Immediately? Yeah. You, so you can get a tattoo and then go next door to donate some blood. Uh, That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Go out and donate blood if you can, though, because you might save someone's life. Absolutely. All right. Ready? Fact or myth? Drinking alcohol or taking aspirin before getting a tattoo will help ease the pain. Well, I mean, you're not supposed to drink alcohol. No, but I think a lot of tattoos happen with an oops because I was drunk. (laughs) Then I'm going to say fact. 
Because if you're drunk, you can't feel it. Can't feel it. I'm going to say that it's a myth oh. that it does not ease pain. Well, it's not really good because these are both blood thinners. Oh, yeah. Which means it's going to create more bleeding while getting your sweet ink. Your blood is not being able to clot normally. So putting some anatomy up in there that you just you won't be able to clot normally, which can cause issues with healing and how the colors look. That makes sense. I have an alternative, though. Take some edibles or smoke some. Smoke some. Have a little smoke sesh. That makes sense. Yeah, that's true. I forgot that aspirin is a blood thinner. Dude, I bleed like crazy in some areas when I get tattooed. Do you bleed a lot? I actually do not. I bleed enough where they're cleaning it, but it's not pool of blood. No. I think I've had one tattoo. I can't remember which. It was on my arm. Maybe it was where my crab is. In the inner arm. Anyways, I remember it was just a lot of blood. That's crazy. Were you drinking? You no, I, I won't drink beforehand. So tattoos on bones are more painful than normal. Um, fucking true. Of course, that is like, fucking ding, true. Ding, ding. Yes. I know from experience, the constant needle pricks on the skin and bone fucking hurt. Yeah, dude, because I will never get it here again. But your elbow is like fucking torture they call it the funny bone but it's really not fucking funny uh no it fucking hurts so avoid the elbow unless you can handle pain and it's just what you want also maybe not get it on your first try (laughs) yeah avoid your feet stay away from there and your elbow area do it somewhere where you got some meat where you got some muscle yeah that helps a lot muscle helps for sure okay what tattoo on you hurt the least Oh, the least? Honestly, my tree. Yeah? Yeah, even though it went up through my arm on the inside of my arm, and it's fairly big. I would say it's probably 10 by 10 inches-ish. You know why? He did it by hand. We didn't have a stencil setting. He just went. Nice. Mine was, I have a little star behind my right ear, kind of on my neck-ish area. That didn't hurt. It was annoying because the gun was like, in my ear i get what you mean because i have a mickey mouse behind my ear all right last one don't get any water on your tattoo true or false oh that's definitely true and i can speak from experience on that one you cannot submerge your tattoo underwater so no swimming no swimming okay so remember the tattoo that i was just talking about the michael jackson one we used to have a water park here in Tucson called Breakers Water Park. I'm familiar with that. First of all, how do we live in a desert in Tucson and we don't have a fucking water park anymore? Anyways, so we were at Breakers Water Park and I had just gotten Michael Jackson done. It was like a week and a half or maybe even a week. I didn't have it for very long. We were in the tide, the like the wave pool, and I remember it was submerged underwater and it was really fucking crazy. I was underwater for so long, I swear to God, it looked like Michael Jackson had gotten real chunky and then there was like little spider veins coming off of it oh and i was like is it coming off like what's going on here but then once it dried and you know your skin is no longer like leather it was fine that's it was so fucking weird i promise i wasn't drinking i wasn't smoking i was sober as sober can be I'll never do it again. Never do it again. Well, you can submerge it underwater after a certain amount of time. You got to give your tattoo time to heal. And I can say that I wasn't able to go swimming in our swimming pool for like three weeks. I think after the third week, I was it was fine. That's good. Boy, getting a new tattoo, it hurts because even after you're done, you know this, it burns. You can't pick at it. 
Ugh. Don't scratch it. Wa- hot water that hits it, it burns. The sun. Oh my god. I think that's how vampires feel. <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like their skin is fucking on fire. Yes. Holy shit. The sun sucks. Like it's ten times worse. My first three days, I had to tie a handkerchief around my leg <laughs> area whenever I went outside. Ooh. Yeah, I bet that hurt, hurt. like a mother. Dude, I love tattoos. I find it very therapeutical for me. I don't really like pain, but it's a good pain for me for some reason. It's a worth it pain because you're paying for it. You are paying for it. And you want to make sure that it's something that you're okay with having for the rest of your life. Unless you want to take it off. And from what I understand, it hurts worse trying to take off a tattoo than it does getting one put on. Yeah, and the process is long. That's what I've heard. You have to go back multiple times depending on the size and the color and the location and all that stuff. If you're going to do it, think about it. Think about it real hard and have it on your phone. Set it as your background screen, your wallpaper on your phone. So you have to stare at that tattoo so that you give your mind enough time to think of that you really want it. That's a real good idea. I'm itching for another one. My tattoo artist that did my sleeve, uh, it's not finished yet, but unfortunately she's moved to Portland. So, oh, that's far. We'll make it into a vacation trip and a tattoos trip. I just don't know when. But anyways, yeah, I'm in the market for a new tattoo artist here in Tucson, Arizona. So if you know anybody, refer them to me, especially if they got portfolios. I want to check them out because I'm ready to get some more work done. This has been so much fun. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, you guys. As always, it is a pleasure having you around. Absolutely. We would not be here without you. Click that subscribe. Click that share. Anything you can do to help spread our names. If you like us, tell a friend. Doing this just to... Because it's fucking fun. Because it's cool. It's fun. Get those downloads in. I have magnets and we're working on stickers. I think some fun merchandise is in order. What do you think? I think that's cool. Let's test it out. Dope. More to come on that. All right. Well, until we see each other again, dude. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Bye.